I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Today's episode title is Stand Up For Your Neighbor. This topic applies at all times, everywhere, and to everyone. The only time this wouldn't apply is if you were the only person left in the planet. And seeing how that isn't found in the Bible, we will just assume this will always apply until Jesus comes back. Uh, so Matthew twenty-two thirty-six through 39 says, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. During this time that I'm recording this episode, there have been things going on in our country that has shown quite the opposite. With the coronavirus, there have been people on both sides of the fence being so hateful to each other. And this event, we'll call it, has divided so many people that you can't even discuss it anymore without losing friendships and infuriating people no matter where you stand in the matter. It's become a hot button just as politics and religion at the table. And also during this time, there have been protests for George Floyd, and rightly so. Though I'm not condoning the violence, I am in agreement for people standing together to bring change to any corruption there is, no matter where that corruption is found. There are many instances and many people who have shown an outpouring of love, but I'm here to challenge you as an individual to ask you to examine your heart to see where you stand at all times, but especially when life gets messy and especially when your neighbor needs you to stand with him. So let's look at the last part of that verse from Matthew. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. People usually care enough about themselves that they don't like people talking down to them, giving them dirty looks, acting aggressively towards them, treating them with injustice. I know that's how I am. And if we don't like people treating us in that manner, why do we do it to our neighbors or let others treat our neighbors that way? Many times I find that if it doesn't affect us directly, as in it didn't happen to us or our family members and close friends and our emotions aren't fueling anything we like, to stick our head in the sand. I don't think it's always intentionally done, but we are naturally selfish and don't like uh, to be made uncomfortable. If you look at Proverbs 31, 8 through 9, it says, Open thy mouth for the dumb in the cause of all such as are appointed to destruction. Open thy mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. When and where did we get this idea that being a Christian is putting on flowers and skipping through the grass, shutting out all negativity or anything that makes us uncomfortable? Those verses are verses of action, and they don't involve closing our eyes and ears. They involve us standing up for our neighbors. Isaiah 117 says, Learn to do well, seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead for the widow. Psalm 82, 2-4 says, How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. Micah 6, 8. He hath showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. Are we getting the point yet? Our God is a God of truth and justice. He loves us, and that involves everyone he has created. Stop for a second and examine your heart. I'll give you a second. When things get uncomfortable, or perhaps when you aren't connected to that person, do you stick your head in the sand, or do you seek God and stand up for your neighbor? In America, it is so easy for us to go back into our nice air-conditioned homes and stick our face in our phones and ignore anything and everything we don't want to see. But if that's all you do, what is the point of your life? 
We're certainly not glorifying God and doing his work. We are sedating ourselves, ignoring his work. What amount of change could come if all the soldiers in God's army, that's you, friend, if you're saved, stood up for their neighbor and did God's work? Let's talk about true change in three different ways. First and foremost, change truly comes when we tell others about Jesus and his sacrifice for them in the cross. When they accept him as their savior, he makes them into a new creation. That supernatural change right there. That's nothing you nor I could do. The second change also comes from others seeing our lives when we truly live for Jesus, when we truly love him with everything we got and there's no hypocrisy to be found. Then they see a true change and a new creation and want that change too. The third change is when we love our neighbor as ourselves, and we stand up for them when others are unkind, unjust, and flat out wicked. God can use you if you're available and ready to be used. He can't if you're in your closet covering your eyes and ears. Remember the story of Jonah? Don't hide. Let God do a mighty work in you and through you. It will transform you and it will help your neighbors directly. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Examine yourself. Be willing to seek God. Step out. Speak out. And stand up for your neighbor. He can do a mighty change. And oh, how we need that mighty change. So y'all are always welcome to email me. Um, let me know if you have any prayer requests or just any questions you might have. It's walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. Talk to y'all Monday.